Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You show. I've got a really special guest with me here today. Her name is Diane Ray. She's the Director of Programming at Unity Radio. And um, I kind of feel like I can just be quiet now, Diane, and you can just talk and run the show. What do you think? <laughs> I'll take a breather and just kick back. We'll do a virtual <laughs> like high five and, and trade places. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, Diane. Thank you so much for being here at Best Ever You. I know our um, our audience. I've got. I actually have questions from the audience for you about starting up podcasts, starting up radio shows. You know broadcasting in our pajamas, um, you know, you know, all those wonderful things. So, but you, oh my gosh, you have so much experience in radio broadcasting. How long have, like, like 30 years of, I mean, you've really got some cool experience. Do you want to start there? And well, sure. (laughs) Well, you know, back back in the day, me and, me and Benjamin Franklin got together and (laughs) Nicola Tesla. Sometimes that's how I feel, you know, because I've seen so many changes uh, over the years that I felt like I was there, you know, back in the early days. Um, But no, not, not that long, (laughs) not Wolfman Jack days. Um, But yeah, definitely I've been involved in in radio for um, a long time, actually, since I was about, 19, um, just kind of a love of music brought me into the broadcasting world. And I was originally going to school for journalism and then kind of got sidetracked uh, into radio. So I've been, I've been doing that involved in radio uh, since I was about 19 or 20, uh, mostly in the South Florida market as far as being on air. So that was a lot of fun. I got to be on air in my hometown, uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. So I worked there for uh, a lot of years. I was on a, um, Love 94, um, Big 106, uh, Classic Rock Station. Actually, they're called Big 105.9 now. Um, WSAT kind of got my start there doing an amateur hour. It was the first time I ever really kind of cracked the mic and then got the bug after that, you know, the, the power of the open mic. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun and definitely a lot of twists and turns uh, along the way. Um, you move around a lot in radio, so I, I made a couple of moves. Um, moved to Texas, and I worked for a network out there where I actually started doing a thing called voice tracking, which is pretty commonplace with radio personalities now. So I recorded radio shows for stations all around the country, Um, then came back to Florida, worked on a morning show, then came out to California, and I've been out here in San Diego ever since. I I did do some local radio out here um, a little bit. I worked for a station called KGB, a classic rock station here in San Diego, um, another station called uh, KPLN The Planet, um, which is no more. <laughs> been some, you know, station flips uh, since then. Um, then I worked at KPBS, uh, the NPR affiliate here in San Diego, and then kind of moved into um, digital media and online broadcasting. And I just remember at the time, my friends in radio were telling me, what are you doing? Nobody's going to listen to radio online. You know, it's career suicide. <laughs> 
and then like 12 years later, um, just kind of watched the medium explode. And then here we are doing a, a podcast and online radio show. So it's all kind of wow, growing and changing it? before our very eyes. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Do you, what's your, do you love podcasts? It's, it's, you know, how, how are you with the whole online radio thing? You, you're, you know, you're the director of unity online radio. So I'm guessing you kind of love podcasts, but there's, you know, what I, what I, when I'm listening to um, unity online radio, what I'm hearing is such a beautiful quality. So you can tell that you've got your radio behind your, you know, you've got all that radio experience behind a podcast, which makes a podcast so powerful. I think anyway. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love, there, there is a, a difference, you know, between the, uh, the podcast presentation and, and the live radio presentation, but um, yeah, thanks for, for saying that because I really um, want the radio shows on Unity Online Radio to sound as good as possible, and, and sometimes that's a challenge with the technology that we're working with. You know, most people are on Skype. Um, on Unity, or you know, we're trying to find some different platforms to broadcast on. But um, yeah, I mean, the the shows we do on Unity Radio, uh, most of them are live. You know, some of them are pre-produced, so we do have the ability for people to get in touch and, and call in. And then those shows become the podcasts that are downloaded later. So it's kind of a, a little mix of both. Um, I mean, I, I love the power of podcasting and, and seeing what's going on in that industry and watching it grow. I think it's really exciting. I was just at a, a big convention in Orlando a few weeks back um, called Podcast Movement that is all about what's going on in the podcast world. There's a lot of exciting things happening there. Um, but still really, like, my roots are are in, in radio broadcasting, and I still feel that the ability to reach people through live radio is, is really important and, and can still be used as a great tool and, and can be really powerful. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how those two worlds will, you know, merge or collide, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> either, they'll merge. They're, they're merging. <laughs> do you – I think you, so. Okay, so. Yeah, no, I think so too for sure. I, I think it's growing and changing, and I think um, – I'd love to, I'm just so interested in hearing what you think, even if it differs from what I think or whatever, just chime right in. Cause you know, this, my show is intended to be sort of like a conversation between us, you know, sort of if somebody's listening to it, they go, Oh, you know, that's a good point or uh, no, not so good. Or what I really love is when we say something and it helps somebody achieve something. That's what I really love. And so this next part is about that. I'm wondering if you could talk, to the person listening out there who's like, you know, I'd really, I think I'd really like to start a podcast. Huh, take it, Diane. <laughs> you know, just the average person <laughs> sitting out there, there's a lot of people out there who just love this format because, you know, it allows, you know, you can pick up the phone and you've got a podcast. Right. I mean, the technology now has gotten so easy that really anybody can do it. And it's, it's not, it's not a difficult thing. And it's, it's certainly not, hugely expensive or out of reach for a lot of people either. I mean, you can get, you know, a decent microphone and headphones, you know, a whole setup for under $200. I think I got mine on Amazon, you know, yeah. uh, for like under 150 bucks for everything, you know. So it's really cost effective. It's a great way to reach people. It's a great way to get your message out. And kind of what I like about the podcast world right now is that it's it's like the Wild West. I mean, 
you know, any anybody and their brother can do a podcast. Now, should they? Maybe not, but, you know, but it, it's there. Like, it, it offers the freedom for people to have their voice be heard. So I, I think that's, that's really great. It kind of puts the power in our hands rather than big broadcast conglomerates, you know, deciding what songs we hear or what people that we listen to in the podcast world. I mean, there's a show for everything. You know, if you're into crocheting, Pez dispensers, I mean, whatever you can think of, there's a podcast for that, you know. So I think that's really great, and I love that freedom and that freedom of expression. Um, you know, the, that being said, I mean, just the, the broadcaster in me wants things to sound good. I think things should have a, a flow and a focus and, and all of that. Um, so if someone's really interested in the podcast, there's some great ways to get started. Um, I think the, you know, the platform that you're on, Blog Talk, I think is great for people to, you know, experiment with and, and see because I think Blog Talk makes it really easy for people yeah. to do a podcast. You know, so you they can sure do, do. I think there's a free version, you know, just to try it out, and then you can kind of go up from there. But there's also now a lot of people that are offering um, schools or or instruction. I mean, I, I actually know a few people that are helping aspiring podcasters to get started. So there's a lot more help now and information out there than there was a few years ago. So yeah, the, the door is open. <laughs> if, if you want to, yeah. if you want to try, throw your hat in well, the yeah. ring. Yeah. And I view this as sort of like one format in a multimedia world. There are some people who cannot listen to a podcast. They don't learn or listen that way. You know, they just can't absorb the information. So um, I know a lot of people who can't read, you know, listen to books online, um, you know, like audible type books, you know, like audio content. Um, and so I think this format really serves a very nice purpose for those who love to listen. Um, and there's a lot of people who just love radio still, <laughs> but, um, you know, there's video, there's websites, there's reading there, you know, there's a ton of different formats out there. What makes you love this one so much? Well, let me think. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, radio and, and podcasting, I think, is kind of a very personal medium. I mean, you're listening, you know, that person's voice is, is right there speaking to you. Um, I think it offers a lot of flexibility and, and creativity. Um, there's some great podcasts. I mean, personally, uh, over the past couple of years, I've done a dive into the podcast world, and there's a lot of podcasts that I, I love to listen to. I mean, I love you know, the real investigative story type of thing. I like the true crime stuff. Um, I like some comedy. Uh, so really, whatever you're into, there's, there's something out there that is going to be interesting. And I think it's so great where I can take a walk and just listen to, you know, a Ram Dass talk from the 60s or Mark Maron interviewing, you know, some celebrity or Terry Gross. You know, I, I'm a big NPR geek, so I listen to a lot of her stuff too. So I think there's so much great content out there and at such a high quality and, and it's really entertaining and, and informative. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I love the, I love radio. I, I love that format. I love the podcast format and I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, where it goes, what, what's going to happen in the next few years, you know, what's the tra trajectory, <laughs> you yeah. SAT word there. Um, but I think really like at the heart of it, you know, a good story is a good word. story, you yeah. know, yeah. The, uh, so that'll bring people you know, in. If you have something to share, 
No, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And, and just to, you know, add to it, you know, you're talking about blog talk radio. I've been on this for years now. And one of the things that um, people spend a lot of time doing with their audio file that gets produced is editing it and so forth. And um, I never do that with my show. People are very used to me, you know, this is live. It, it goes out mistakes and all word fumbles and all choppy, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be, and it goes out the door. And then with my particular show, and this might be helpful to people listening out there, it sort of gets syndicated out. Um, it has enough downloads that it goes on iHeartRadio, for example, it goes to iTunes, it goes to Stitcher, it, you know, it goes to Player FM, it goes to all these different places um, where all of these people regularly listen to their podcasts. So yes, you can go to my website and listen to the radio show. You can go to blog talk radio and listen to the radio show. You can, um, but the, one of the things about podcasts is people, how they listen to them, whatever app they use to listen to the podcast. That's one of the tricks you want to make sure your podcast goes on those various apps or websites that push out the podcast into the universe, right, Diane? <laughs> I think I said that. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah, as many tentacles as you can get out there kind of, you know, reaching out to get to as many ears as possible, you definitely want to do that. You know, you want to be able to distribute out to as many as many people as possible and and get it out there. And That's also I love the work. flexibility of podcast where you know, how our TV viewing has changed. You know, I don't, I don't watch live television and, have, you know, I'm sure you haven't either, you know, for no. years, right? Like everything's DVR or, you know, we watch on demand or we go to Netflix. So kind of podcasting in that same vein, um, you can listen anytime you want, you know, three o'clock in the morning, you can't sleep, pop on something and, and you can, uh, you can listen anytime. So it offers that flexibility too, which I think is great. So yeah. Should we anywhere. start singing? You and me, should we start singing so like they, people have this as their go-to at 3 a.m. <laughs> to sing like I don't a know, little that love. <laughs> Diane and Elizabeth lullaby. Yeah, <laughs> totally that might turn off too many people. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can do no. many things, but singing is not one of them for sure. You know, so now I, I think need to that's probably why. That. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think honestly, maybe that was one of the reasons I went into radio because I want it I wish I could sing <laughs> so talking was like the next best thing you know because I couldn't uh, I couldn't sing oh that's, so that's funny. why I was yeah. a DJ no, we, but yeah we will not fun. be your meditation you know sing a lullaby people to sleep sorry you got to go someplace else for that podcast anyway just messing with you um okay so I okay so all this background all this everything I I do we have any other questions out there? Guys, if you've got questions about podcasting, throw them in through Twitter or email me or text me or whatever, and I'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, but we're going to move on um, to talk about Unity Online Radio because that's what you're the director of programming for. And while we're talking about this, you have your own podcast called Be Present, The Diane Ray Show, which started in, I think, August of 2018. So we want to talk about that. Which one do you want to talk about first? Oh wow! I, either one. I mean, just for to give people a little little bit of a background. I mean, they might have remembered me if they ever listened to Hay House Radio. I spent 11 years um, at HayHouseRadio.com, kind of building up the the format. You know, working with a lot of amazing authors and teachers there. And I did a show um, for eight years on Hay House Radio 
just called the I Can Do It Hour because that, that was one of their brands. They, you know, they had the I Can Do It talks. And I did that for a long time, just mostly interviewing Hay House authors. So when I took over the position at Unity Radio and, you know, I'm working to, to build up this platform, um, which is very different. Like we're, Unity's a, a nonprofit organization, so we're moving into kind of a PBS presentation, you know, trying to build a sponsorship model. That's a whole whole other story. But as far as the podcast, like I wanted to continue the conversations that I was having at Hay House Radio because I love talking about, you know, health, wellness, spirituality, you know, yoga, paranormal, ghosts, <laughs> mediumship. <laughs> I mean, like all of the things that I personally am interested in, I kind of wanted to broaden those conversations with the show that I have right now. And the other funny thing, like the title of the show, Be Present, um, I mentioned Ram Dass a little bit earlier. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Ram Dass and I love his philosophy of, you know, be here now. And it's always a challenge for me to be here now. So kind of the name of the show is just a reminder for me to, to try and, and be in the present moment. And, and boy, I sweated that name of a show I had. And sometimes I really <laughs> want to change it because I don't know, you know, <laughs> like you'll go through, I wrote pages and pages of titles of the, I'm going to call it this, you know, and who knows, I might change it down the road. Um, but yeah, so it's, but it's fun. Like I, I missed being on the air. I was kind of off the air for um, almost a year, you know, as I was making the transition from one position to the other. And I was really concentrating on building up unity. And then I launched my show again. So we've been working really hard on creating a new website, building a great platform, bringing on some new hosts. So there, there's been a lot going on. But I still, I mean, at, at the heart, like I still love to, to do the show. I still love to talk to people and, and share ideas. So yeah. it's still fun, uh, you know, even after all this time. <laughs> well, you know, that that's a question, too, because sometimes, you know, you're like, okay, this isn't so much fun anymore or whatever. You know, you have those mo- Have you ever had that moment where you're like, um, okay, I need to do something else or the show isn't quite going the way in the direction that I thought it was going to go oh, yeah. or I mean talk about let's talk about that because we're the best ever you show and we love to keep people in never give up mode and um, you know not every moment of life is you know oh we're you know power of positive every second <laughs> we try to be but <laughs> oh absolutely not I mean yeah <laughs> there were so many like when I first took over this project it, it's actually been like the biggest most challenging thing. I mean, not that I thought that it would be easy to try to, you know, redo a, a whole platform and, and build all, you know, try to build this up and I'm, and I'm working remotely. Like there were a lot of changes. I mean, I had been, you know, working in an office atmosphere kind of in the corporate world for a long time and then moving that to working from home, you know, that was a big, a big transition because I, I'm, I'm a social person. I miss my friends, you know, I still do, <laughs> you know, I miss my team. Like I felt I had so, so much support. And a lot of times I feel like I'm just on my own, you know, flailing out there in the ocean. So yeah, there's some days that you, you want to throw in the towel. Absolutely. Many, yeah, many was, times. You know, well, you know, it's interesting before... that, that don't go well or, you know, yeah, yeah there things. are those too. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was, it's interesting. I was just having that conversation with my um, husband a few days ago about the social aspect of working from home uh, because I'm the same creature. You know, I'm, I 
I work from home. And so this is my home office and my home studio and all these things. And it is a different atmosphere, isn't it? It it's a it I'm so thankful for you, by the way. I'm just so grateful um for you because I love our conversations. Um and I think you've picked me up a few times where I've been like, Oh, I feel like quitting. <laughs> Diane, I feel like quitting. I know. <laughs> I feel I feel the same way. It's difficult and you know, I've I've had to try to, and I'm still bad at this. Like during the day, you know, I I try to get out. Sometimes I'll meet someone for lunch, or you know, I I know now there's more and more people that are working remotely like we are. So I'll call yeah. a friend of mine, like, hey, you know, can you talk for a minute? And she works from home. So I think just learning to reach out and connect with people, and you know, and I, and I so value you as well because you understand that that feeling. It's just it is. It's just a different way of working. And honestly, like. I remember so many days when I'd be in the office, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could work from home. That would be so great. You know, and now I'm like, oh, I I miss everybody. And, you know, you miss the gossip and the chatting with people and going out to lunch, like those kind of things. And it was a lot harder than I thought. It really was. The the transition was a lot harder. But now, I mean, I still, having said that, I wouldn't change anything, you know. I, I like my commute from one room to the other. That's great too. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, you know, I find that it it, it uh, ebbs and flows. You know, it it just is what it is, and so I think it's really important to go back to the title of your radio show and be present because you every day isn't the same. So you might have that day where you're like, okay, I need to get out of the house. I need to go out for lunch. I need to go to the movie. Whatever it is, or mm-hmm. just not work at all. Um, and I've I've I'm almost going to be 50 here on the 24th. And in my career um, of work, it's been all over. I've had jobs where I've gone in for 80 hours a week. (laughs) I've had times where I've worked from home 80 hours a week. You know, it just totally depends. But I think one of the things that launched me in this direction anyway is that I'm the mother of four boys. And um, this was a really nice opportunity for me to be able to be home with the kids and working. So it was, it was pretty cool to have an online website and podcast and all these things. Um, if I can keep going for a second though, times are changed in this house. It's like crickets with everybody at college. <laughs> it's so different. And um, I'm with you right there on the boy, I need a lunch date. Cause I used to go, you know, pal around with them. Lucky. Right. Them. Right. And things, things change. <laughs> and I guess always being in that. Kidding. In that space of, yeah, just being open to how those how those things kind of shift and change. And I think it's interesting if you look just in the whole work world, you know, atmosphere. I mean, I know a lot more people that are doing what we're doing now and, yeah. you know, working from home. And I think there's so many great opportunities for people to build businesses and, you know, get, get something going. You know, we're, we're all so connected now that it's easier to do those kinds of things. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm here in San Diego, and I'm remotely connected to, you know, everybody traffic. at Unity, in, you know, in Kansas City, which is where they're based, and that's been a challenge, too. I mean, I've had to learn how to really communicate with people. You know, there's been some emails that I've sent out that have gone really flat, you know, <laughs> like totally <laughs> misunderstood, and so yeah. it's communicating in a different way. It's reaching out and and trying to talk to people and 
yeah, and so it is. It is a whole different way of working, for sure. I I remember when I was younger, I thought it was so cool to be so busy. I mean, just like, oh yeah, and here's my massive cell phone that they gave me, and that thing was huge. It was like a like four inches wide by like a foot long, huge cell phone when they first came out. I'm like, look at me, I'm cool, you know, <laughs> all that crap, and, you know. And the more hours I worked, you know, the uh, the more important I I thought it would be, and all this stuff. And it's really nice to just sort of have. Um, but maybe have balanced in the other direction a little bit, but it's, I feel way better. I know my immune system feels a lot better by chilling out a little bit. I'm not doing those hour and a half long drives in the ice to get to work. Nice. Oh, I agree. I did that long commute too for 11 years. I yeah. commuted, you know, 50, 55 minutes a day, you know, and then coming yeah. back in traffic sometimes would be two hours and yeah, it it just chips away a little bit of your soul every day. <laughs> it sure does. That kind of atmosphere, you know. So yeah, I don't. I definitely don't miss that at all. But it's yeah, it's a, it's a give and take. But I mean, I was really excited for the opportunity. Um, you know, when I left, and there was a lot of fear that this. You know, am I making the right decision? You know, I'm, I'm leaving something that I love and I really built and I put my heart and soul into making successful. And what's going to happen now? But I think the fear of not doing it was greater than the fear of doing it. Like I thought I would have more of, I guess the fear of regret for me is harder than the fear of actually doing something. (laughs) No, and I agree. And the other thing you can tell, though, about your work is it's branded you. I mean, I can tell that Unity Online Radio is so Diane Ray. I mean, I can, I can just tell it's got oh, that wow. Thank you. beautiful, well, you know, and that's, that's, you know, I, I have a little bit of experience with you at Hay House, um, and I can see the professionalism that you've created there. It was amazing, and all the people and the shows and everything, it was, it's just an amazing platform, and this is the same. It's got that same beautiful Diane Ray vibe to it, and so I hope all of you guys listening um, go to unityonlineradio.org. Um, that's a pretty easy website to navigate. You've worked on this. It really is a click of the button to listen now. So easy. Yeah, I want it to be easy. Um, I mean, we had to totally rebuild everything. The What had happened was they had a, a online network they had been working with, you know, for a while. And, I, and it just, you know, was, it wasn't anyone's fault. Just no one really did anything with it. And it just kind of sat there for years. And it just really needed a facelift and an upgrade. And, and there's still some other things. We did kind of one initial big um, reboot of the site, but there's still a lot of other things that we're working on now. We're working on a better back end to move all of our archive shows to a better podcast distribution platform, which I'm really excited about that. We'll be able to publish everything out, you know, like we were talking about putting the tentacles out there. So I'm excited about that. And also some other you know, tweaks and improvements to the site as we launch this sponsorship program. You know, I still want the site to look really clean. I don't want it to be littered with banner ads. You know, you want things to be placed in certain ways. So, you know, working with the team there and the web developers and it's all, it's all a process. And, and what I've learned, like the nonprofit world moves a lot slower than what I was used to, (laughs) you know, than the the corporate world. So it's kind of, yeah, like, navigating, you know, different ways to do things and how how you try to negotiate and, and get things done and but it's coming together, you know, we're 
we're building and growing and the the website is growing and the the traffic is growing. So more people are checking us out and checking out the shows. So I'm just kind of forging ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It and, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I like that too. I, I like I love websites that you can land on and trust that you're not going to go down a rabbit hole of odd clicking. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, oh, and buy this and do this and do that, and you're in this like click spiral of I don't know what that is. Um, but this is so nice and clean. So to anybody out there leery of clicking on websites, which I know a lot of you are, this is a good one, and you won't be all. Um, you know, you won't have to turn off banner ads <laughs> and all that stuff that sometimes you have to do with websites where you get spammed when you land on the website. So this is this is really lovely. And um, oh, thank you. Yeah, there's not a bunch did, of pop-ups or anything no, like nothing. that. Yeah, no, straightforward. I'm I literally, I'm, you know, you all know how picky I am with stuff like that. Um, and Best Ever You is clean like that, too. There's no popping up of any ads going on or any kind of clicking that it's here's a click and here's the article or whatever it is you want to do. Um, what I, what somebody just asked me when I'm kind of fumbling as I'm reading at the same time, it's like just throw in gum and it'll be, well, ah. <laughs> somebody <laughs> wants to know what um, unity is. Last question. We didn't. Oh, okay. What is well, unity? I'll, yeah, I'll try, exactly. Sorry about that. I'll everybody. try to give, you know, the, the elevator pitch. Um, unity <laughs> is just basically a, a form of, of practical spirituality. It, it's a movement that started um, back at the turn of the century. Uh, a man named Charles Fillmore, Charles and his wife Myrtle Fillmore. Uh, Myrtle had a real um, miraculous healing of tuberculosis, and she credited that to her her use of affirmative pair, uh, prayer. Sorry, affirmative pair. Affirmative prayer. Whatever, we, so, we got it. <laughs> uh, it's really, yeah, really the power of, of mind over body. So, you know, they really kind of dove into this. They were big fans of, uh, of Emerson and a lot of the leading teachers of the day, you know, Mary Baker Eddy and some others, you know, so they began investigating the spiritual principles of healing. And really, it kind of grew from there. Um, so there's actually... I think about 600 um, Unity churches across the country, and actually even Unity uh, worldwide. There's um, also, you know, churches and organizations uh, in Nigeria, um, in the UK. So it's really just kind of another way of, of interpreting the Bible, of, of looking at spirituality in a, a real practical way. Um, they're they're very open, which I love. They're um, not judgmental. Um, you know. A lot of the ministers are gay and lesbian. I mean, they're open to all walks of life, you know, just kind of all coming together under this same umbrella of, you know, we can heal ourselves. We're all children of God. And yeah, I just, I found the philosophy was just uh, really affirmative, really open and accepting and, and loving. So it's for people that are maybe looking for a spiritual home or, not really identifying with what they grew up with, then they might want to they might want to check out what unity is all about. Even so that's if, kind okay, of the, so, short, the short version. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna we'll keep going in a second, but I, I got just got another question though, um, and that is even okay. Hang on, even if oh, okay, it has to do with um, people. Uh, 
fearing like overly religious things and and so forth. They're like, even if I'm not religious, I like it's basically worded. Even if I'm not religious, I like this because it's so positive. You want to take that one a little bit? Yeah. Elaborate. Yeah, ex- exactly. It they're not they're not forcing any beliefs on anybody. It's it's all just very open. Um, very affirmative. Um, the other neat thing that they have at Unity, which I found really interesting the first time I went to Unity Village um, in Kansas City, they have something that they've been doing since the late 1800s called Silent Unity, and it's a, a prayer line. Like their their beliefs are really affirmative prayer, and that's their connection to source. And you can call this prayer line, and it's totally you know like any atheist could call. It doesn't matter. They don't ask you anything about you know, are you Christian? Are you this? Are you that? They just say, how can I pray with you? And people over the years have really found a lot of comfort in this. And what they do is 24-7, there's always someone there around the clock, a real live person that you can call and talk to. So they take your prayers and they put them in this other room like a chapel and someone goes in there and meditates over all of these prayers in 30-minute intervals. And they've been doing this for hundreds of years nonstop. It's really unique. It's something very unique to the unity movement. And they just really believe in that power of coming together in, in an affirmative way. So that's it's really so interesting. Cool. Yeah, it's very that cool. is. And when I went there and, and I saw, you know, I went in, in the actual, in the chapel where people sit there and meditate over all these prayers. And you really feel like something, uh, sacred and holy is going on you know there's like this really interesting energy and then if you kind of you know bring that to the present like a lot of the things we're finding out with people like joe dispenza and greg braden and you know the the power of the mind to heal and dr bruce lipton and a lot of the things that they're talking about it it kind of comes full circle you know how Mm. we really do have that power within us to um you know, to overcome things and, and to heal our bodies. And so it's just, it's a real interesting, it's a real interesting philosophy that's kind of opened everybody. And uh, I, I wouldn't, I mean, believe me, one of the first things I asked when I was talking to Jim Blake, the CEO about the job was, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have to join anything, right? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not asking me because I didn't know, you know, I had, like, yeah, I had heard of, of Unity, uh, you know, over the years, just working with the different authors I worked with at Hay House, a lot of them got their start, you know, speaking on Unity stages, you know, at different Unity churches like Marianne Williamson and Dr. Wayne Dyer. And, you know, he was a big fan uh, of Unity as well. So I wanted to make sure, like, I don't have to, nope, you don't have to join anything, you know, they're, so they're really open to to everyone. Well, that's so, yeah, one of the things that I love about check it out. Yeah, and is that a different uh, link? Because I gave everybody online. Yeah, if you just if you go to unity.org, and it's just called A Positive Path for Spiritual Living, and Unity also works with, um, it's kind of under the category of New Thought, so they are also working with organizations like Centers for Spiritual Living, um, you know, the, the work of Ernest Holmes, Louise Hay was a, a science of mind minister. It used to be called Science of Mind. Now they're Centers for Spiritual Living. So people can okay. explore that, you know, if you if you go to unity.org and kind of look at their philosophy and, and see what they believe. Um, you know, when I read about it, it, 
it just really spoke to me. I mean, their teachings are based on all universal spiritual principles that kind of run through all of the world's religions. So if you go to a unity church like the one here that I've been to a couple of times in San Diego, they'll say, well, you know, Paul from Corinthians said this, and the Buddha said this, and Lao Tzu said this. It's like kind of tying uh, all of these great teachings together with universal, universal principles, like we are more alike than we are different, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful message and, and very open. So that's why I agreed to come on board. I'm like, well, I can get behind that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's important. And, and I'm kind of like that too, where it's important for me. Sometimes you, you feel like you don't know. Like I've told you that before about me. I'm like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to be taught a little bit with various things. I might not know that. I might have gaps or whatever because, you know, I, I just am one of those lifelong learners and I miss stuff or whatever. And um, I think it's important for people to have options. That's one of my things I'm best ever you. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm going to throw this out there and you may love it. You may hate it, but it's out there. And um it generally I find that when we do shows especially like this where it's like okay this is a new thing for best ever you there is a large portion of the audience that loves it because it's more positive things more tools in the toolbox right and who doesn't need more help you know especially in this day and age when you know we all feel so alone and can really use support. I mean, we're really living in challenging times right now, unlike any other, I I would have to say, (laughs) you know, although I'm sure if you went back in time and asked somebody, you know, in a war, if they're in a challenging time, I'm sure they would say, yeah, this is the worst. I don't know. I mean, I just think we're, we're facing so many challenging things right now to have any support that we can get or love um, is, is really important. It's a people, a people and leadership thing that we're de- dealing with yeah. now, I think. But uh, yeah, the um, so if people want to listen, it do they need to sign up? Do they need to donate? Is this free? Is it a subscription service? How do you how do you listen? Oh no, the shows are free to listen to. Um, we do have a. Right now, although that might be changing on the site now that we're pushing things out more to all of the other podcast outlets, um, if people go to download, it'll just ask you to sign up for the newsletter, but you don't even have to do that if you don't want to. So it's it's free to listen if you go to unityonlineradio.org and just click on. And so there's always going to be something running 24-7 on the live stream. And then if you find a show that you like, then you just go into the downloads and listen to those for free or you can download them. So it's just putting all the information out there for people to to check out, and hopefully it's positive and informative and engaging. Yeah, no, that's, absolutely. That's really, you, that's really the goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and share. But I love it when people share things. Um, like yes. nothing makes me happier when I hear, I shared your show with my friend so-and-so. I think it will help them or, or set them in a new direction or or you know, a little bit of positive energy they needed hearing somebody's voice or whatever it was. So I I love when shares are showed. Uh, Did I say that right? Shows are shared. Shows are (laughs) shared. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I just did it too. Pair, pair, pre, whatever. Anyway, um, do you want to talk about any of your hosts specifically? Like, um, like one that comes to mind might be like Lisa Williams, because you've got a lot of, 
neat people on here. Can we can we do that? Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Any of them. They're they're all great. I mean, what what I've tried to do is, um, you know, really, I think you can meet people wherever they are in their spiritual journey. And if people are interested in in angels, then they can check that out. If they're interested in mediumship, you know, Lisa's an amazing medium. And, you know, I think sometimes mediums get a bad rap that, you know, they're ripping people off or they're, they're scams. Um, you know, I think Lisa really cares about what she's doing. And if, it, if someone finds peace and solace talking to a medium, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I've had some amazing discussions with, with people that are able to, you know, touch that, that other side and, and share information. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's really fascinating. You know, I love talking with Lisa and listening to her show and, and people love calling in and asking her questions and, and getting readings and, you know, and not, not everybody was really thrilled when I was bringing different people like that on the network, but, you know, like you said, I mean, some people are going to like it and some people aren't and, but I think it's it's really interesting stuff to to present out there, and her her show does great, and people love it. So it, it's a lot of fun. She she's amazing. Yeah, I'm a yeah, big, I'm I a fan. That too. <laughs> I've listened to a, to a variety of her shows as well, and um, finding the same thing. You know, and at at, at a minimum, it's it, their discussion, you know, sparks for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, she's she's really fascinating. Um, there's another show that I, we have a great dream interpreter, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated with dreams. I mean, I've, I've kept a dream journal for a lot of years. Um, we have a great show for people who are interested in A Course in Miracles. If they're interested in that philosophy, you can check that out. Um, there's also a Spanish language show, uh, Sunny Don Johnston uh, talks about angels. Um, and mm-hmm. we also all have a couple of really good unity ministers that are on Temple Hayes has, um, a big uh, church in St. Petersburg, Florida. She's an amazing unity minister. Um, we have a show on veganism, um, you know, recovery. If people are in the recovery movement uh, for, you know, AA, drugs and alcohol, I mean, it's a huge problem in this country. So I love that we have someone that's talking about that, you know, helping people along on that journey. And also yeah. yoga philosophy. I mean, I, I like to have just a broad, selection of things for people to explore whatever whatever they're interested in um also i brought on a show from a um a group in new york it's called the united palace of spiritual arts and they feature different interfaith discussions so right now this month there's a discussion about zoroastrians and who knew what that was i didn't (laughs) but i was was interested you know Uh, well, so if you're interested to find out about what Zoroastrianism is, you can check it out. There you go. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that conversation, especially because, um, you know, sometimes we're, we're in fear of what we we just don't even have a clue about. And exactly, um, I think the more discussions we have that, you know, open our hearts and minds to all the different people and the religions and everything in the world, that, that's never a, a bad path. No, not at all. I think that's what's going to bring us together. You know, let's, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's, those are things I'm interested in. And I, so I was really excited to be able to offer their content. I mean, we've had shows from them on, you know, Christianity and Toltec wisdom and 
um, really neat, you know, Mormonism, Buddhism, Native American spirituality, all of that. I, so, I think it's all interesting how we all find our way to source. There's all, all, I think there's all different ways. I don't think there's just one way. You don't have to accept one person's definition of that for yourself. I think we can all decide that for ourselves. Well, and I think that's, that's what makes you such a thought. great leader. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's a good thought, too. And and if somebody out there listens and doesn't think it's a good thought, okay, well, we respect that, too, whatever. Um, right. But I think that's what makes you such a nice leader because you've got a, a very broad depth of, of conversation happening on here. And um, I love I love your eagle eye view. That, that's I told you that a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I'm when I when you're talking, oops, I gotta turn. My phone is ringing, of course, right? When you're talking, um, <laughs> my phone's ringing in the background. When you're talking, I um, frequently have a pen, and sometimes I'm writing down names because you talk. Sometimes you're like, and this one, and this person, and this person, and this person. I'm like, okay, you just said like three people, and I don't know who they are, Diane. <laughs> so I think there's, I think when you, I love it when you hang around people who know way more than you do. And that's where we all learn. So it's a great learning environment. Oh, I'm always interested in in learning something new. Um, you know, Lu- Louise Hay, who was a big influence uh, to me, and I was lucky enough to be able to, to work with her uh, for a lot of years. And, you know, she passed away at 92, but her whole life she was always a seeker and was always interested in, in learning new things. And, and I think we can learn so much from from other faiths and other cultures and, and, you know, that whole saying of we're all one. And I always thought, Oh, that's just, you know, ridiculous. But I I really think there is one, one source and I don't like people telling other people what to believe and that their way is the only way. I don't, I don't think that's true. I just don't think that's true. (laughs) I think there's a lot of ways to God, you know, God just doesn't speak in one way. Yeah. Do you, did you have experience with Wayne Dyer when you were at Hay House? Do you want to talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. So many people ask. <laughs> I love yeah, to exactly. talk about I know, that. I know the answer to that question, but <laughs> I, uh, uh, yes. Uh, but can you He's amazing. think of some stories? He's amazing. And I love his daughters so very much. Um, I'm friends with them on Instagram and Facebook, and they're all having babies, and they're just so cute. <laughs> But um, oh, you can tell I know. Him his family dad. will continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had eight children. You know, they're probably all going to have tons of kids. And oh. uh, yeah, the the Dyer clan is just one. They're all just wonderful people. Um, but yeah, I was very lucky to be able to work with him. And for about eight eight years, I think I was kind of his second banana or co-host mm-hmm. on Hay House Radio. And every Monday, I would still look forward to it because I got to spend some time and, and just listen, you know, listen to what he had to say. And he, he loved doing that show and he found it, you know, it was so much easier for him to be in Maui where he lived. And then he would talk to people all over the world. And he just loved that. Like he loved having that reach of the online radio network. And he was just a wonderful teacher. And I, I learned so much from him, just kind of listening to him. And he was very generous and funny and, I always like to tell people that he that he was funny. Like you wouldn't think a you know, spiritual teacher, you kind of put them up on a pedestal that they don't have kind of body sense of humor, but he he really did. <laughs> yeah. So he would, you know, he would crack jokes and, 
you know, make fun of like in between if we would be on a break, you know, sometimes he would say funny things in between the break. And he was just a very warm, loving person who I think really walked the walk. Like, you know, yeah. some people you meet along the way that are not as, as genuine, but he really did care about people. I mean, there were many times that he would just say, here, give this, send this person you know, give me their contact. I'm going to send them money to come to my event. You know, he did that a couple of times where he would pay for people to come to his talks. And cool. he was just a very generous, wonderful, and probably one of the smartest people I think I've ever met. I mean, he would, yeah. I would do what you, what you were just saying. Like, I mean, he introduced me to Maslow and Ramana Maharshi and, you know, all of these great, wonderful teachers I, I never heard about. So I, I would, after I would talk with him, I'd go look it up, you know, so I definitely learned a lot from from him over the years, yeah, I just and I miss him very much. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> I got the first one, but what was the second one? Oh, Ab- Abraham Maslow or Ramana Maharshi? I got that, one. that was it. Okay. Yeah. Writing. Okay. And by the way, the, the phone <laughs> call. Thank you for the. Thank. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to go look it up. Thank you for the phone call. Um, that I appreciate the phone call from my cell phone, but <laughs> the text. Was a call for you, Diane. <laughs> they want they're listening to the show, and um, they thought they were calling into the show. I'm not going to take live calls on the show right now, but um, I got your call and I got your text, so we're just going to keep going because it was more conversation. Like ask him, ask her about Wayne Dyer. So we are. We're going to keep going for a minute. <laughs> so oh, funny. sure. Yeah. So no, I love to tell people with. about about Wayne. I mean, I I really hope that people coming up, you know, younger people that may not have heard about any of his teachings or read any of his books to check it out. I mean, if I can be one of the voices that kind of keeps the teachings alive and going, I mean, Hay House is doing a wonderful job of that. You know, they'll, they'll always continue to, you know, promote and make his, his work available. Um, Reed Tracy, the president of Hay House, you know, was very close friends with, with Dr. Dyer and they spoke every day. So I know, that's one one of the things he really wants to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope people continue to still read and explore his teachings and what he was all about. And he loved people, and he really, really wanted people to follow their dreams. And, you know, his, like the book he wrote with Serena, Don't Die With Your Music Still In You. I love that book, yeah. He was very passionate about that message, you know, don't. Don't spend your life with regrets, you know, and he would always, he quoted so many things. I mean, I like, I'm laughing. You're saying like writing things down. Um, There was a story he would often quote. I think it was the death of Ivan Ilyich, this really depressing uh, Russian story about like the sky. I guess he hated his wife this whole time and his last words were, what if my life was, was not worth living? You know, what if I was here for no reason? just really dark stuff, <laughs> you know, so he, and he, that story really struck him. Like it's something he read as a young man and he always remembered it. I'm trying to remember the, the author of that, but I can't remember. I'll, I I'll think of it later. I bet we can Google that one. I bet we can Google that one. That'll come right the, up. Death, the death of Ivan <laughs> Ilyich. Yeah. And All right. he, so he was very passionate of that not happening to people, you know, don't, don't yeah. let your dreams die. You know, don't, explore what you really want to do and be in this world you know he really believed everybody had that ability and it's funny now you know those old shows that we did are still available for people to podcast through hay house radio and i still i'll get emails from people you know hey i 
I called the show with Dr. Dyer, you know, five years ago. He told me to write my book, and I did. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, that's why, again, that's why I love having that option of, of live radio or having people to get in touch because I saw how people were touched when they spoke to him, and it's really uh, rewarding to hear that some people actually took the advice <laughs> and they actually did write the book or, you yeah. know, they did take steps to really – you know, move into another career or another job. And he really, he was really passionate about that. So it, it was, it was really wonderful uh, being able to hear that every week. And, and I just will always remember that, that Monday, you know, he, he passed recently, it was August 30th. And then also to have Louise Hay pass away on the same day, like two years later was, was really weird. Because she, yep. he, yeah. Wayne died I don't even have the right word for that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, it's just it's, such a weird, bizarre coincidence, I guess. You, some people would say yeah. coincidence, some not. But uh, yeah. yeah, two big, two big lights that, uh, that left the world, which is really sad. And, and I wonder, like, where are those big, where are those teachers now? Like, who are, who are going to be those teachers to kind of lead us into the future? You know, I wonder who who that will be. Yeah, so there's, I don't there's know. Room Sometimes for new people voices. are <laughs> fairly irreplaceable, but we're, I, you know, I, you know, I, I, what I love that they've done though is they've created this sort of like open conversation, and now it 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 lives a lot on Twitter, like through various hashtags, like you'll see Monday motivation or Tuesday motivation or Wednesday thoughts or whatever. And you see a lot of what they do, what they've done, requoted or, but you know, I think they'll always be there because we're we're all so inspired to help everybody be positive and be our, you know, like be our best or learn about different things that make us feel, you know, feel better in our lives or whatever it is. So, um, you know, but right, yeah, I don't, I don't know, who, I don't know who could step forward to fill those shoes. That's those are that's a tall order. It is. It is. It is a tall order. I mean, I just hope that. And you're right that there are. I mean, I've, I'm a member of a couple a of, of different us. Facebook groups. You know, Dr. Wayne Dyer Wisdom and Louise Hay. Yeah. You know, Wisdom with Louise Hay. And like, so there are people that are are keeping the the messages alive and. You know, actually, every morning I have that pack of Louise Hay Power Thought cards that have been around forever. Mm-hmm. And they sit on my desk, and I pick a new one, and I, I look at it for a couple of days, and I'll pick another one. And you know, so I try to I try to keep that philosophy going, e- even yeah. on the, the those those days that it's really hard. You know, because yeah. it seems I, silly I, sometimes, I, doesn't it? Like, oh, be positive, and and you're like, well, what? I don't no, feel no, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, that's I. Yeah, you know, and this is your show for for you to talk, but I'll I'll add something there if you want about that whole be positive thing. Do you, sure. Do you want me to? Do, well, so my dad's a, my dad was a stroke survivor for a very long time. Um, I mean, like right when I signed with Hay House to do my book, my dad was fighting for his life, and I witnessed I, to that point I was a little sour and a little victim because I you know, almost lost my life a couple times through allergic reactions and stuff. And um, when I saw him, and I think a lot of people are like this, but when you're in a hospital setting, there are very different camps on how to survive ICU. 
some people feel it's pretty hopeless and some people are going to throw every amount of positive energy into it that they possibly can to survive because a lot of people don't leave the ICU. And whether it's the ICU or whether it's getting up out of bed and making breakfast, very different scenarios, but some people feel, you know, like they're in ICU and they're just getting out of bed and <laughs> trying to eat breakfast, you know. Some people feel really negative when they're waking up or going to sleep or throughout their day or whatever. The power of, like, like what Louise was saying, like when you can get up in the morning and start your morning with positive energy, gratitude, you know, all those things, it's a completely different day because you're rooted in it if you can. I mean, a complete, that's true. And you might need to remind yourself throughout the day, um, you know, but it's sort of almost like a training that goes into effect. If you can train yourself to be very grateful and flip negativity whenever you encounter it into positive, it's so much better. But my dad, my point oh, with my dad is, oh, my dad survived for so long on a never give up and positive faith, hope, everything. I mean, so much positive energy. And when somebody, we surrounded him with love and we surrounded him with positive. And when someone would say no, we'd say, oh, yes, we can. And he lived through stuff that can't even think of how it, how he did. He was like a little miracle. It is absolutely incredible. Yeah. No, I mean, his. Just the strength that he had. Absolutely. And, and if you can kind of break that down into people's every day to just have even a bit of that strength and a bit of that positive. I just love to tell people just to reach out for it wherever it is, whether it's through like unity online radio or whether it's a tweet or a Facebook message or something you hang on your mirror or your rear view mirror or whatever it is to remind yourself to be positive in whatever way that is. Even if it's, even if it's in a small way, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I'm right, but I mean, it's, at least it's, again, it's like another little tool in the toolbox. Like I, I, um, I collect those little Starbucks cards. <laughs> Do you know which ones I'm talking about at all? Well, I've seen They're, the cards where they have downloads. Yeah, no, if you go but into that, a Starbucks. That's not what you mean, is it? No, it's not. If you, if you go into a Starbucks and order a coffee or whatever, just at the register, they have all these little gift cards with positive sayings on them. And um, I, I have been known to take a few of those and hang them in various spots, like on the fridge or mirrors or whatever. But just little reminders like that are so helpful. Oh, that's great. I do that with fortune cookies. Yeah, you know, see, everybody (laughs) does it in their own little way, little sayings or, um, yeah, no, I, right. But I, it helps to try to just keep you on the path. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, so I don't know, that was sort of a, a little bit of a story about my dad. My dad just passed away, but um, but he lived for, you know, from two, December 17th, 2004 to October 19th, 2018 as a stroke survivor and with many, many, many medical difficulties and so positive. I'm, they, the ICU to this day is like he smiled while he was on a ventilator. Wow. <laughs> Think about incredible. that for a minute. <laughs> you know, like, wow. So, yeah, he was one positive guy. So I I just so firmly believe in, in positive. So when you encounter negative, throw positive energy at it. Do you do that? 
sorry, I just blah, 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 all over the place. But do I? I mean, do you, I try to be positive or <laughs> try to call course, positive yeah. energy? Yeah. Um, I I hope so. I mean, I think it's always like you said to kind of remind yourself or or keep yourself on track. Um, what I have noticed though, like, the, is that the more that you do that, um, and you find yourself in a situation where people are talking negatively or like really engaging in gossip and that kind of thing. I, yeah. I feel more uncomfortable now if I'm in that situation and I try to, I try to get out of it. And so <laughs> like you'll notice those things will come up. Like you won't, you won't be able to tolerate that kind of behavior or you'll notice people that the people that are super negative and complaining all the time to where it's, yeah. you know, unbearable, then you find yourself not spending as much time with those people, you know, you try to create the surrounding of, you know, having supportive, loving people around you instead of those ones that are just emotional vampires, you know, sucking the life out of you with, (laughs) with their negativity. And yeah. yeah. Uh, So yeah, I do, I do notice that the more, the more that you're aware of how you're trying to keep your mind on track, the less you tolerate it from others. Very good point. That That's an excellent point. Yeah. I think mileage too, like a little bit of mileage adds uh, on a person adds a little bit of different perspective too. So like, you know, by, by my, you know, 50th flat tire on my car, it's probably not as big of a deal as somebody's first. Right. That's true. <laughs> I was talking to someone else about this, about, you know, we're wondering who the next teachers are and, um, you know, I remember there was a point when I was at Hay House that they were really trying to find the new hot young voice or, you know, who's going to be the new millennial teacher and and that kind of thing. And it was interesting to see that, like, there, there wasn't really someone that, that kind of stood out right away. And then it made me think where when I look when well, I look for teachers or when I look for inspiration, I kind of look for someone who's been kicked around a little bit, you know. <laughs> Or how else are they going to know? Like, how else are they going to be able to relate to what you're going through? You know, like, I'm not going to look to a 20-something to talk about life when they haven't really been through anything. They haven't been through life. So, yeah, I think, you know, mileage does give you perspective. That's true. Well, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think a lot about that, actually, because I I spend some time going, well, who – Whose message can I, I listen to that resonates with me? And a lot of the time it's, I don't, I don't know sometimes because it's like, well, this is what's selling. And I'm like, uh, I don't know that that's the, that's the exact thing I'm going to listen to. And it, it's different. Cause you know, when you're 50 and a mother of four and you've been married for 21 years and all this stuff, your experiences can be far different than um, somebody else's. So I always wonder that too. And I'm, I think what you see more and more is people following um, a, a huge variety of people. That's the trend I've noticed anyway. Instead of like one voice with this is the person that we're all going to listen to, I'm seeing people finding what messages resonate with them more. Right. I don't know. That, right. there's that's some, what I'm And there's seeing. some great teachers. There really are. There's some really – Great teachers, people that have really valuable messages, and yeah, I mean, I, and I like I like to explore them all. <laughs> yeah, there's, well, there's a I lot think, of, lot to learn from. Yeah, I well, I think too, a lot of people are making themselves way more vulnerable than they have in the past by being vocal, and we have all these 
um, delivery mechanisms for the messages. So you can you can really reach your community. So I'm I'm just noticing more and more smaller communities of like okay this is a person who's um, you know is an Olympian okay I'm going to follow them you know it just it, there's pockets of communities rather than a really super large one is what I'm sort of noticing online like Facebook groups is a huge deal for community right that's true and they're and they're very valuable too I think it's a great way to connect people and and to yeah. share information and, and share messages. So that, that's the good thing about social media. I mean, I think it, thing, it gets blamed and maligned in a lot of ways, and, and there are a lot of negative things about it. That's true. But, I mean, just for a quick example, um, this past over, over the past two weeks, um, a friend of mine had hired somebody that was involved in, some hor- in a horrible accident. She was beaten up, a, a trans person yeah. that a friend of mine knew. Anyway, he reached out. Mm and said, look, I need help. Do you know anybody who could help this person? So I gave, I gave him a uh, number and through social media, like they started to go fund me campaign and, you know, so like help, help was able to be offered, you know, to this person that I didn't even know who was beaten up in a bathroom in Portland, Oregon. I mean, so it's just interesting how there can be so much positivity and people do want to help. Yeah. And it can be life changing. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems to me, so like not to keep going on and on and on, and I know we've got to be respectful of time here, but, you know, it seems like you can take the topic and find the people who talk on it. So like leadership, but, it, and it's just leadership or health and fitness, or um, like you were saying, like angels or whatever, there's, seems like there's a person or two, three, four or five for all, you know, each topic now. Um, and it seems just a little bit more separated into the different communities. I mean, that's so heavily what I'm noticing online. Right, right. That's true. And, and it's, you know, like, like we said, it, it, could, it could go either way. I mean, there's a lot of negativity and, and hate speech spread around on social too. So I guess just trying to counterbalance that, you know, and hear that there are some good, good messages yeah. and good people out there yeah, to, not, to balance that out. Like, like everything's a balance. Not be trolled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So That's you don't true. get trolled online. Um, th- you know, uh, this is a, a fairly in-depth conversation with you. I've just really in- enjoyed it, and I know our audience is um, loving it. They've got a few more questions for you, though. Can you hang on a little bit more, just for a few more questions? Sure. Would that if be people okay? aren't bored, then that's fine. No, no, <laughs> nobody's nobody's bored. Um, our our show is intended to really help people and spark the spark the conversations and spark action really is, is what it is. So I'm getting a lot of like, Oh, I can, I can actually action item that Elizabeth. I'm like, okay, cool. We helped you. So I I love that. And um, I think um, somebody asked me what are five names that they can write down? Five names of teachers or books? Five names of teachers that they could (laughs) write down. I knew you were going to get that question though. I knew it as soon as I said, I walk around with my pen. (laughs) That's funny. Um, yeah. Well, definitely any anything by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I mean, I would definitely recommend The Power of Intention was always one of my favorites. Um, if they haven't read any of, of his books, you know, definitely read that one, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, Excuses Be Gone. Uh, those are all great ones. Um, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life is still a classic. 
um, you know, and anything by Louise. Um, and I've, I think I've read everything by Ram Das. Um, I'm a big fan of his. You might want to start with Be Here Now, uh, Still Here, Embracing Aging, Changing, and Dying. That's a good one. Um, wow, there's there's just so many, uh, so many amazing teachers. Um, of course, Deepak Chopra. I mean, we have to we have to mention him. He's got so many great books. Um, David G, who was a meditation teacher for me when I was at Hay House, and he's available online. Uh, D a v i d j i David G. He was a lead educator at the Chopra Center, and he taught me how to meditate, and goes around and teaches people all over the world now how to meditate. And he was, he's been really helpful to me and, and a really good friend. Um, you know, I love John Holland and James von Prague and Lisa Williams. Denise Lynn, she's been a great teacher for me as well. And she can teach so many things, space clearing, feng shui, past lives. I'll slow down Good. so people can write. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm writing too. I, <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's, so that's, that's a great list. Um, people, maybe we'll, when we're done, I'll put that on a, um, like a blog for people. So you don't have to be sure. panicked writing. I'll, we'll we'll get all the names spelled right and all that good stuff and and the books, and we'll oh, create it like send, a I'll Diane Ray's favorite. Yeah, I'll send you a <laughs> list of like my top five. Okay. Yeah, and if it extends to ten, we're we're cool with that too. Um, okay. Next okay. <laughs> question. We're going to get choppy here at the end as we're going through the questions that are being asked. But it's a moment where we have you. Um, this is about branding and books and and speaking and podcasting. I knew I was going to get okay. this one too. Um, you have seen it all. How does someone start doing all of this? Like, let's say someone has a message that they want to get out into the universe. They want to be an author. They want to be a published author. They want to have a podcast. They want, you know, big lofty goals. Um, how do you, where do you recommend somebody start? That's a question I well, get a lot of I, I mean, over I, you, too. I think they're all achievable, that's for sure. I mean, don't let anyone tell you that it's impossible and you can't do it because you certainly can. Um, like, you know, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, checking out uh, services and platforms like Blog Talk Radio for us to see if, if you want to do it, then you can. You can definitely check that out. Um, also, just getting a website together and having a professional person help you with that that would be really helpful. You know, get your get your brand and your calling card out there and get yourself a real professional website. Uh, maybe start blogging. Now, this is something that I've been lax in doing because I should really do some kind of a blog or something like that. <laughs> and I've tried to varying degrees of success, you know. But there's so many ways to get your, your message out there and get your voice uh, to be heard you know, start speaking at your local bookstores or, you know, everybody needs speakers. So if that's your goal, you might want to try, you know, different avenues for that. There's different programs you can take that will kind of give you a little more uh, direction in that regard as well. Um, and also, if you want to write a book, here's my one piece of advice for self-published authors. I mean, there's different platforms out there. I think self-publishing is a great avenue for people to take. There's a lot of different um, companies that you could go with. And they're going to try to sell you a lot of big, expensive things. If you're going to pay money for anything, get an editor. 
that would be my advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, get someone to help oh you with the basics. You know, get someone to help you with formatting your story so that it has a beginning, a middle, an end. It makes sense. The punctuation is correct. So it, you don't need to spend money on all this other stuff. You know, get get edit. something that's put together in a in a professional way. So get an editor to help you through that writing process and let your voice be heard. Let fly your flag. <laughs> let your freak flag fly, you know. So I think that it's great that there's so many opportunities for people and so much um you know, so much choice, but that being said too, it can be very overwhelming. Uh, where you don't know what to do. So there are people that can help you. There's there's help available. Um, and also after we talk, Elizabeth, I could send you some links of, of people that if someone wants help with a podcast, you know, I know someone who could put together your intros and outros. If you don't want to do that, someone will help you with the technical aspects. Um, I know a couple of people that are doing that um, as businesses. Um, you know, and also yeah. I know a really great editor <laughs> if you need some help with that. So there, there is help available. Yeah. So take I, it I just agree. some little steps. You know, each day maybe try try something. Take another step. You know, you don't have to do everything all at once. You know, get get a good website up. You know, do that first. Hmm. And it's take, crowded take steps out there. From there. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's real crowded out there. There's a lot of people talking and publishing and putting information out into the world. Do you have any? advice on how to help people stand out above the above the crowd? Wow. You know, I wish if I knew that actual magic formula, you know, how to make something go viral, then I'd be rich and, you know, <laughs> be on an island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> out, uh, Diane, right. Private chat. Um, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, I mean, I think just kind of being consistent with your message, uh, being authentic, you know, just really being yourself and letting your voice be heard. I think people can spot phonies, you know, if you're promising the world and, oh, I can solve all your problems and that kind of thing. I, I don't, I don't think that rings no. true with people, you know, find, find a teacher or someone that, that resonates with you. Um, but for getting your message out there, you know, just really think about what is it you're, who are you talking to, really? You know, who is the person that you're trying to reach? Are you trying to reach mothers? Are you doing something on parenting? Um, are you trying to reach parents of teenagers? You know, really know who your audience is and play to them. Good advice. I think, yeah, the days of being like everything to everybody is not, is not going to work. No. You know, know, right. know who you want to talk to and kind of tailor your message to that person. Yeah, which is why we're having some of these conversations, because I know that in our Best Ever You community, we have such a huge amount of people that are um, focused on branding their books, their websites, their own podcasts, self-publishing, publishing, you know, everything. And um, they always love uh, information that helps, you know, set those sure. things in motion and in action and so forth. Um, yeah, I mean, you're somebody, a great coach. I mean, have, have people get in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much coaching I do, but, yeah, no, everybody knows they can call if they need a little bit of help. Sure. I mean, there's Cheryl uh, help in the right direction. She's an amazing coach. She's, I mean, I'd love to throw her name out there. I mean, definitely check out her community. Um, another woman that's on our network, her name is Mo Fall, 
And she's a career coach and specifically helps women who are making career transitions and, you know, how do you move out of a job you hate into a job you love. So definitely check out Mo. You could get a free phone call with her and, um, you know, see if she can help you kind of crystallize really what you want to do. So there are, there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, me personally, I help people a lot of the time in the background, I help people lose weight. So if you've got a hundred pounds to lose or more, I take um, usually one person every year and help them um, bring their, bring their weight and life and everything changing about them. And we use percolate and some other tools and so forth to help you do that. So that's one thing that you can call me for. Um, if you need help with that, I would love to help you. Um, and what else? Did we forget anything? I know we got to go. Um, so much information on the show. And, um, know. you know, we're, we'll we're come all back over the place. Time if you'd like. Oh, yeah. That, you know, that's kind of what I felt like. I'm like, I've got to have you back, Diane. Do you have, um, is there anything I didn't ask you? And there was one last question about what your goals are. I thought that was very interesting, too. Oh, what well, are your yeah, thanks, goals? Thanks for asking. Well, my, I mean, my goal in the short term right now is to really launch and continue to grow unityonlineradio.org to be an amazing resource for people to go for um, spiritual support, you know, and to explore some of these ideas. And hopefully that will continue to grow. I'm working on building a podcast network along with our live stream and just seeing where, where that will go. And then for my own personal goals, I guess, (laughs) maybe getting more sleep. (laughs) Taking a vacation, that would be nice. Like a real vacation, you know, not just going home and visiting your family. That's not really a vacation. I mean, like yeah. Paris or, you know, a 10-day silent meditation retreat or something like that. So, yeah, va- vacation would be um, a goal. <laughs> All right, well, I'm I look work forward on. to your Instagram unfolding with that. Right. And vacation. <laughs> I'll let you know. Paris, 2020. So, all right. Hopefully, yeah. And- well, that's the thing I love about goals. Not now it's out there, Diane. <laughs> now it's, it's out, out there. there, yeah. And I'm a big believer in that. <laughs> Write it down. Put it out there. It's out there. You'll out be there surprised what will materialize. I love it. All right, everybody. Diane, thank you so much for being here with me and all of us on Best Ever You and for allowing us to take up a lot more time than we had scheduled. <laughs> But we're still streaming live, and we're we're really happy that you're with us. So sorry we went over on time. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, and um, thank you all for listening. So, um, so everybody, that's Diane Ray. That's Diane Ray. Super cool. So I don't know. Um, you guys got to follow Diane Ray. Here's her website. It's dianeraymedia.com. And then we were talking about unityonlineradio.org and unity.org. So remember, Diane's been broadcasting for over 30 years. She told you all that information in the beginning, and she is the director of programming for Unity Radio. That's unityonlineradio.org. And you can listen to Diane's show, which is Be Present, the Diane Ray Show. And um, it's it's a fabulous show. So many guests. There's a lot of different hosts. And I think my main point of um, bringing Diane here is to show you what you can, what you can achieve. Boy, watch what she does over the next few months, years, weeks. I don't know what it is, but 
watch what Unity Online Radio does with Diane's leadership. It's, it's going to be amazing. And um, there's, you can always learn so much from other people. And so we appreciate Diane's wisdom here. There was wisdom for podcasting. There's wisdom for media. There was wisdom for blogging. There was wisdom for radio, so much stuff. So as I always say, thank you so much for being with us here at Best Ever You. I do not like ending shows. I think you all know that. Um, but we have to go. And thank you so much because this all is grassroots. There's no advertising really that goes into this. There's no funding. There's no anything. It's all of you guys grassroots um, sharing this show to the many millions of downloads that it has at this point. So it's you guys sharing the show and sharing the show and sharing the show, especially on Twitter Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. Diane, you're on Pinterest. So um, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And we are going to be back on September 9th at 6 p.m. This is a, a unscheduled uh, stop for the Best Ever You show. We are going to be with the Main Women's Conference um, on Monday, September 9th at 6 p.m. And then I'm going to be off for probably a whole month because my mom is having surgery on September 12th. So we will have no shows other than these two in September. So thank you all so much for listening. Lots of love. Diane, thank you for being with us. And everybody have a great best ever you kind of day. And please follow up with Diane. She's amazing. All right. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.